If you have a Bible, open up to 1 Samuel, um, 1 Samuel chapter 19. 1 Samuel chapter 19. Of course, we'll be looking at the whole passage there in your chimes, but this morning, at this moment, we'll be reading uh, 19, chapter 19, verses 18 through 24. And you've already opened up to 1 Samuel once this morning, so since I'm assuming you're able to get there pretty quickly, why don't we go ahead and stand now out of reverence for the reading of the words of our God. The author writes under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit in such a way that as the words on this page are being read, God himself is speaking to us, beginning in verse 18. Now David fled and escaped, and he came to Samuel at Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. He and Samuel went and lived at Naoth, and it was told Saul, Behold, David is at Naoth in Ramah. And then Saul sent messengers to take David, and when they saw the company of the prophets prophesying, and Samuel standing his head over them, the Spirit of God came upon the messengers of Saul, and they also prophesied. And when it was told Saul, he sent other messengers, and they also prophesied. And Saul sent messengers again the third time, and they also prophesied. And then he himself went to Ramah, and came to the great well that is in Siku, and he asked, Where are Samuel and David? And one said, Behold, they are at Naoth and Ramah. And he went there to Naoth and Ramah, and the Spirit of God came upon him also. And as he went, he prophesied until he came to Naoth and Ramah, and he too stripped off his clothes, and he too prophesied before Samuel, and lay naked all that day and all that night. Thus it is said, is Saul also among the prophets? Let's pray together. Oh Lord our God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his gospel. And oh God, today would you please open our hearts and minds so that we might receive your word and be changed by it. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Bud Payne is a friend of mine from my previous church in rural Kentucky. Some of you might have met Bud and his wife Janie. They, a few times, have been coming on vacation down to Florida, and they've stopped off and worshipped here at First Baptist Church. But Bud is one of those guys, he's a jack-of-all-trades. He's a long-haul truck driver, a business owner, a farmer. He has these really cool Clydesdale horses he used to bring to church sometimes. He's just a cool guy. I have all kinds of Budisms from my time around Bud. He always had sayings and things he liked to say. Every time he saw me, he'd say, hey there, Easy Money, which I think is a great nickname for a pastor. And so uh, he was just that kind of guy, just a ball of energy everywhere he went. One of my favorites was this, though. He loved to tell me this because he would say, now, do you need to know how to get there? Rural Kentucky, it's often you need to know how to get there. And I would say something to Bud that was anathema. I would say, no, Bud, I'll just, I'll just put it in my phone, my GPS. Preacher, do you know what a GPS is for? What, bud? Somebody that don't know how to read a map. <laughs> bud had great disdain. Uh, not for all technology, because if we're being honest, a map is technology. But he had a great disdain for GPS. Now, I'll be honest, I pride myself on having a good sense of direction. I, can, I like to kind of get a feel for a place or a city and kind of pride myself on knowing how to get around without much aid. But nonetheless, I am thankful for the GPS system in my phone. Because it can tell me something a map can't. A map can tell me where all sorts of things are, but a map can't tell me where I am. 
And I love that about a GPS system. I love that about my phone. My phone can tell me where I am. And so even then, I like to say, if I could just have only that information, that's enough. Then I can use a map. But it's nice to know where you are. In fact, our family uses an app called Life360 where not only do we know where 